Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Love Talk Radio. Today's lesson is titled, The Enemy Fixer. And I'm sure some of you have got some folks that you want to fix. Now, some of you think that somebody's got you fixed. Said, no, Reverend Ike, I don't believe in all of that superstition. Yes, some of you who don't believe in that kind of superstition, you're believing that you're star-crossed. Well, we're going to get rid of all of this enemy business and all of this opposition business right now with this lesson which I call the enemy fixer how to stop enemies and opposition there are two texts which we're going to read at this time from the lips of Jesus St. Matthew the 10th chapter and the 36th verse these are the words of Jesus St. Matthew 10, 36. I'm going to read and I'm going to have you repeat it after me as I shall read. A man's foes shall be of his own house. Now let's stop here for a moment. What is a man's house? A man's house is his mind. So say with me, my house is my mind. My house is my mind. Now, I know that's a revelation to some of you. Some of you think that your house is at 1020 Walton Avenue. I mean, even the physical house that you live in, I've got news for you. The material house that you live in is really in your mind. The house that you live in is in you. With that in mind, let's transliterate the words of Jesus. A man's enemies, A man's enemies are, in his own mind. are in his own mind. Oh, I want to say that again for emphasis and have you shout it back at me. A man's enemies. A man's enemies. But you know that you know that's wonderful. You know why that's wonderful? Now that you know that they're all in your own mind, you can kill them every one. You've got them. Let me hear you say, I've got them. And you see, when you learn that you've got them, then you can unget them. Well, we're going to tell you what we mean by that as we shall go on. From the pen of St. Paul to the Colossians in the first chapter and the 21st verse of his epistle, we read, 
You were enemies. You were enemies. In your mind. In your mind. By wicked works. By wicked works. You may be seated. I'm going to start right out telling you how to get rid of enemies and how to get rid of opposition. And in this world, from time to time, it may seem that people and things come to oppose us. And I catch myself dealing with that from time to time. I was having a satellite dish put up on one of our buildings in a certain seashore area. And it cost a number of thousands of dollars to do it, but the thing just wasn't working right. And the people wanted the rest of their money before the thing. Seems like they wanted their money before they finished installing it. And of course, I told my people, don't pay them the rest of it until it works. And we were about to get in a tug of war with that issue. And you know, in life from time to time, every day there are opportunities to get in little oppositional circumstances with people and things. Is that right? Oh, yeah. oh but we're going to fix that today. And so as this scenario was about to get a little rough, I prayed, and here's what the Spirit told me. Stop adversarial, oppositional thinking and feeling. Most of us are in the habit of letting oppositional, adversarial, thinking and feeling run away with us at will. Get that set of tapes by Reverend Ike. Tell your feelings how to feel. Tell your mind what to think. Tell your body how to react. Stop and think for a moment. How do you think and how do you feel when you observe that somebody or something seem to be working against you. Usually, the mind begins to think adversarial thoughts, oppositional thoughts. Usually, the feeling nature begins to feel oppositional feelings, adversarial feelings. And I mean, you know, the, the thinking and the feeling can really go to work. Oh, no, that old so-and-so is trying to do this to me. Those old so-and-sos are trying to do that to me. And so adversarial thinking and feeling comes into play. And if you permit adversarial thinking and oppositional thinking and feeling to just run away with you at every opportunity when you face a challenge, you're going to create a lot of opposition and a lot of enemies. So the first thing you're going to have to do is become aware. 
and stop adversarial oppositional thinking and feeling. Break this nasty habit. Say that. Break this nasty habit. Say it again. Break this nasty habit. For the third time, say it. And it is a habit. Only you can put yourself in mental position to experience enmity or friendship, harmony or opposition. Nobody can be your enemy without your permission. What a mind blow. You cannot be my enemy unless I give you the permission. It doesn't matter what you say, what you think, or what you do. If I don't give you the permission to be my enemy, you cannot be my enemy. Now, this is what I mean by killing your enemy. When you realize that, that kills the idea of enemies in opposition. I'm not talking about killing people. I want you to say this to yourself. This is so important because right here and right now is where you're going to drop every enemy right now, right in their tracks. I want you to say this to yourself. I want you to preach this to yourself. And our sermons and classes are a bit different here. Because you helped me to preach these, and, and we're really each one preaching to himself. You never get one of these lessons unless I have first taught it to myself. You never get a sermon from me unless I have first preached it to myself. And make no mistake about it, before I get here to preach a sermon, I've preached it to myself over and over. And after I leave here, I'm preaching it to myself. And I say, now you live by it, or don't you go and preach it to anybody else anymore. Ministers and practitioners, you have no business preaching to other folks something that you have not preached to yourself and that you are willing to practice yourself. And you're going to have to prove it when challenges come. Anything that doesn't stand the test, what good is it? Here's the statement. No one can be my enemy without my personal permission. Shout it. No one can be my enemy without my Now, I want you to engrave this on your mind. I want you to touch yourself with your thumb so that that subconscious self will know I'm, I'm talking to you. Now, three times we are going to shout it. We are going to preach it. No one can be my enemy without my personal permission. Let's hear it. No one can be my enemy without my personal permission. Again. No one can be my enemy without my personal permission. No one can be my enemy without my 
me tell you something about this. It's a repeat that you've heard several times during this series, but it's worth repeating a million times. I have never forgotten some almost 20 years ago. In Boston, Massachusetts, a man came to me and said, Reverend Ike, I've been having bad luck ever since that old woman, that old evil woman, my enemy, put a curse on me. And this man was crying, tears washing his face. He was trembling. He had become a sickly man. He had troubles in his home. His money had dried up. Ain't that trouble? Couldn't hold no money and couldn't get none to hold. And he stood there before me just like a whipped dog. And you know, it's, it's an interesting thing. I, for some reason or the other, have always felt that the God in me has and is the answer to every problem. Always thought that. Always felt that. And this is why I deal with people, and I love to deal with people, and I love to help people to overcome their problems and their situations. And so right away, the Holy Spirit gave me the answer, told me what to say. Listen, you know, if you stay in contact with the Spirit, it will give you the answer you need right on the spot. I had to say something to this man. He, he, he was a sick man. Sick in his spirit, sick in his mind, sick in his body, sick in his pocketbook. Here was a man that was whipped and beaten by circumstances. What am I going to tell him? And out of my mouth, the Holy Spirit spoke. And I said to him, Brother, if you want to get rid of that curse, all you have to do is withdraw the permission. As I said, if you've got an enemy, if you've got anything working against you, it can only work against you with your permission. And I explained that to him. I said, that woman can only hex you, fix you, curse you, and be your enemy as long as you give the permission and so when you get ready to get rid of that curse, when you get ready to get rid of that enemy, you just withdraw the permission. I looked into his face and I saw the tears beginning to dry. And I saw his countenance changing. And he began to wipe his eyes. And he began to straighten up and he began to smile. And I could see the truth breaking in upon his conscience. And he stood on his heels and he took his lungs full of air. And he shouted to the top of his voice, 
Right now, I withdraw the permission. I'll come over to you. And the next thing, out of his belly began to flow rivers of living water, and he began to speak in Pentecostal tongues. He experienced the baptism of the Holy Ghost and back with fire standing right there in that spot. And he began to speak. It's time for Jessica and Tasia on Hindsight Radio. Sorry about that, everyone. Welcome to the Divine Connection Show, where we want to divinely connect with you. We are your hosts, Jessica and Tasia. Hi, everyone. We hope you are all having a blessed week. Um, we're having a good week. Yeah, we're having a It seems good. like it's going by very fast. Yeah, quick week this week. Time yeah. is just flying by. It is. It felt like a Friday today. Like, uh, it's just weird. How that happens, it's just like, man, like from the time we woke up today. Um, But, yeah, it's been a good week. Thanks for that feedback. I know we were having, we were asking for a sound check. Um, But thanks, Steve, for letting me know. Um, Yeah, so... You got some news you wanted to share, didn't you? Well, yes, I am newly engaged now. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it it was so sweet. Congratulations, congratulations. Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You your king. Yes. So that's new. So um anything else new this week? Mm. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll just get into it. Um. So yeah, it was we played Reverend Ike um about your enemies, and it was it's a really good reminder um, that you are the one that you are the one that gives power to your enemy to be your enemy. You say you don't have enemies if you don't make enemies then don't mm-hmm. give them that right to be your enemy. So yeah. that was a good reminder from Reverend Ike. And we wanted to talk about naysayers today. That's the topic for today, naysayers. And naysayers are anybody who criticizes, objects to, or opposed to something. And why are there naysayers? Uh, well, you can put haters in the category of naysayers. Mm-hmm. Um, someone that is envious of your success, envious of being left behind um, in spite of them not achieving. So that could be a reason why. It's not easy to be successful 
if it was, then everybody would be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, they can see you as a threat. They might want to compete by trying to tear you down. Yeah, and some people just, yeah, I don't know. I guess people have their reasons not to like you, but sometimes people don't like you when you just move on. Mm-hmm. Um, or do what's best for you, and then you get talked about. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily have to do anything to anyone for someone not to like you or to speak right. against you. Um, they may want to try to keep you on their level. Yeah. It's just like, you know, how you can be on the same track. You know, we're all, like, we we all tend to have someone we can grow with or that you link up with. They're like-minded, but there's always another level. So after a while, you won't be the same on the same plane unless they come up with you. It's kind of like the whole yoke situation to be equally yoked and what a real yoke is or when the ox and they're, they have the yoke around their neck so they can be at the same plane, the same level, you know, that level-headed, like-minded, that's a goal. Um, but we know that everybody's not going to be exactly like you, but it's, it works when you're on the same plane and then it works even better when you both or your group are growing together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so naysayers are going to always be. So we're just definitely <laughs> got to work through that. And especially as you elevate in life, mm-hmm. they're, they're going to be there. And yeah, so you set your boundaries. Be prepared. Like all these successful people, they all have naysayers mm-hmm. like Oprah has naysayers um P.D. Jakes has naysayers I mean he had like anybody like LeBron James has naysayers. yeah everybody <laughs> has naysayers so it's like are you basically are you strong enough to deal with the naysayers how do you handle it mm-hmm. do you give how much energy do you give it I mean, do you find yourself trying to prove to them, like, mm-hmm. you know, constantly giving them your energy, talking about it with them, you know, or trying to talk about it, and then it just lose sleep over it? That's giving it your energy. When you lose sleep over it, um, and it's not because you need closure. It's just sometimes people really like drama, and they dwell in it. Mm-hmm. Like, let's be honest. I mean, drama is a form of entertainment. So some people thrive off of that type of entertainment, you know. So it's a matter of do you, how long do you hold on to it? And are you able to balance out your life in such a way to just deal and then move on? Regardless of what they say, after you've talked it out in a mature way, whatever, however you handle your situation, if that's how your naysayers came about, if it was an alt or something, you know, talk it out, settle it. If they still talk about you afterward, what do you do? You know, do you have to prove yourself to them? Do you find yourself trying to prove yourself to them? Um, so that's kind of like where we're at, like on how to find the balance mm-hmm. and what you should do. And just don't give it all of your energy. Like think about it. If, TDJ gave the world his energy on the naysayers. If he gave, I should say, gave the, the naysayer world 
his energy, he wouldn't be. Well, he he could be as successful as he is now, but not in a good light. Mm-hmm. Who knows? It wouldn't be as inspirational. He will be full of drama on the other side with the other pastors that deal in drama. Mm-hmm. You know, you just gotta accept like you cannot please everybody. That everybody's not gonna be happy That's with what you do. Yeah, because if you that will run you ragged if you do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you have some other points. Yeah, and another way, um, another reason why they are naysayers is because there are people that are afraid to live outside their comfort zone. They cannot see past what their mind is accustomed to that is locked on. Well, sometimes they can see it. They can't see themselves doing the work. Mm-hmm. They don't, they lack discipline. Right. They lack the sound mm-hmm. mind part. Yeah. They lack that. So it's like, so if you step out your comfort zone and you're thriving over there, it's like, oh man, I want it to be there. Oh, I look at her doing that over there and oh my gosh, but I could never, do, I just can't do yeah. it. And then you find yourself comparing yourself to other people. Other people's success, a lot of successful people do it. A lot of people don't even think they're, when they're successful, they still don't even know that they're successful because they're still looking at the next successful person, you know, and comparing themselves as opposed to just standing in the mirror and just taking a step back and like, okay, you are your own person. What lane are you going to roll in mm-hmm. and thrive they, in? They should take that and use it as inspiration. Okay, if they could do it, there's no reason why I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I think we all deal with it because I know like a few years back I had to unfollow someone that I compared myself to because we started out the same way and same age, almost same birthday, and um, had the same ideas and they were thriving in it. And I just found myself comparing myself and I just had to unfollow. Still know that they're successful, wish them all the best, but I didn't want that to be my day-to-day thing but I recently there's this great artist that I follow and she has a great following but she recently posted just yesterday that all her fellow artists like you know her other artistic friends is that a word yes um all of them from like Instagram and all the other social media she had to unfollow because she herself, as great as she is, she says she found herself comparing herself and not hearing from God and lacking creativity because she was so engulfed in it and seeing all this great art and then comparing herself. So that that's her that's her niche is art. So she just unfollowed everybody. I think she only was following like five people, mm-hmm. you know, to to maintain her sanity mm-hmm. and you know, to, to build herself up. You got to do what you got to do, Yeah. you know, and evidently she lacks a belief in herself. So she has to regain that again, you mm-hmm. know? So at least she acknowledged that, recognized it, acknowledged it, and then is doing something about it. Cause I'm sure she's doing some other personal things that she, she likes to pray and things like that. So I'm sure she's focusing cause she said she found herself not lacking you know, she found herself lacking focus and all of that. So, you know, that said a lot because sometimes you think you're the only one that do stuff like that, but other people are going through it too, and they handle it 
almost the same way as you. So, but yeah. Yeah, and um, also they may not have the knowledge or the experience to advise you in any other way. They've never seen it done. So it may seem unreachable, but that's out of lacking information. What may seem unreachable? Uh, your whatever your goal is, whatever you you want you're trying to accomplish. Um, somebody might be a naysayer that way as to trying to tell you that something's impossible to do. Oh, in yeah. that way, because they can't see it. They can't see it. Yeah. So. Hey, anything that the mind can conceive, you can't achieve, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what was said. You said that. <laughs> I don't want to quote the wrong person, but I think it, I don't want to say. But, um, yeah. So um, the next one is um, they – may have tried to do it themselves, experience through experience felt them and through failure they advise. And then the next point is um, you have to be careful not to be a naysayer yourself an internal naysayer. So what you, how you perceive yourself, don't tear yourself down. Don't say these things like I can't achieve. Be very conscious of how you perceive yourself. And with that, you could, it affects your self-esteem and your confidence. And you could sabotage your own success by being an internal naysayer. That means you believe whatever negativity. If you're internalizing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with that, we have identified why people are naysayers. But how do we overcome it? How do we overcome naysayers and the negative energy that's put out there? So you cannot take it personal. You cannot take people's opinion personal. Um, And don't engage in arguments or disagreements. Just Mhm. Yeah, so I guess don't believe the negative opinions of others. You know, something that doesn't that feeds your spirit but in the wrong way, a negative way. Mm-hmm. We know that though. We know that, but I mean, it seems like a lot of people are finding their self-worth in this season. A lot of people are diving deep into themselves and figuring it out. There's actually I know a lot of females that are starting to love themselves. They're on a new journey, so think about that. Like, it, mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess instead of being an internal naysayer, because sometimes people don't realize that them they themselves are their their own Debbie Downer. 
So think about the stuff that you say every day. Do you speak negative words over yourself every day? Do you say, like, you're broke? It's, like, simple stuff, like, you're broke or um, you just don't got it today or you'll never be able to be like so-and-so or you're never going to be able to make that in a week or in a day. It's just, like, you don't even have to say it, but if you really believe that, that's being an internal mm-hmm. naysayer. You just, you literally are going to manifest all of that that you believe internally, whether you speak it or not. So you have to definitely actively work, you know, work that up out of yourself. If you're one of those people that are just silent and aren't, you just, if you know that being out in the public is what's going to take your business or your job to the next level, and you're afraid to speak into the in front of the public or put yourself out there because you just are afraid of the other eyes that you don't see seeing you, then, you know, you're just not going to get any further. You're going to stay right where you are mm-hmm. because you're afraid. And I know that actually from experience. So, um, and I know that people still deal with that. So it's just like you won't grow or you won't take it to the next level. You're not saying you won't grow. You you may get some places. Like anything you put out there, you'll get you'll reap the benefits. But there are some avenues that are created for you that have been um, aligned for your purpose. So you can choose to take the 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 path that's going to take you in a certain direction. So if you're supposed to broaden your horizons by branching out in one way and fear went on ahead and, and hindered you and stopped you dead in your tracks and, and you just decided to take the easy path and go left, you know, then that's what you're going to do. And you're going to reap that too. And that's just it. You know, it just won't be as vast as what you wish you could be. I don't know. I think some people wish they can be so big without people seeing them. But when you think about it, like, that's not realistic. Yeah, it ain't going to happen that way. Yeah. <laughs> so, and not everybody's dream is to be big either. Mm-hmm. But sometimes your dreams, you want your dreams to be big. Like, you get it? Like, it's not you yourself. What you do, you want it to grow and be big. And that's possible, too. Mm-hmm. It just depends on what you're trying to do. Yeah. And for the next reason to the next way to overcome naysayers, um, you simply have to remove them from your circle. Um, dismiss them from your life if you can. If not, I know sometimes it may even be a family member that's a naysayer. Um, yeah. But if you can't dismiss them, um Avoid having those conversations relating to what you want to achieve in your dreams. But if you can, um, remove them from your circle and find like-minded individuals to be around that have some of the same goals that you have that's trying to get to the same place or or on the same road that you are. Mm-hmm. Or similar road. What was the point you said right before that was um, I would like to kind of like dismiss them. But even 
if they're constantly like, you ain't never going to be nothing, and, oh, you tried that, I tried that too, and that didn't work for me, mm-hmm. you know? Um, even if you can't, because some people are just too close, mm-hmm. almost some too close for comfort. There are some family members you just, you really can't dismiss completely. Right. But you can just definitely, just like we talked about boundaries last week, you can definitely just limit them from, you know, speaking anything, putting anything in your spirit. Because, you know, that's why a lot of people, I mean, you can be emotionally attacked by those words or just that energy. When yeah. someone is speaking against you, you're definitely affected. Let's not act like we're made, all made of steel and have tough skin. Yeah. You're going to be offended. It could be really hurtful, especially mm-hmm. from somebody that you love. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's just like, yep. It would be smart to limit it, but definitely just build yourself up so much that you it doesn't that you resonate life and goodness in that way. Like when something like that touches you or tries to, it won't penetrate you because you're just oozing with glitter and rainbows. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah. So the next way to overcome is you have to define who you are. You have to be confident in knowing who you are. You have to be confident in what your purpose is. You have to know. If you don't, then you have no direction. So and if you don't know who you are, find that out. out. Yeah, figure it out. Figure out what your purpose is. Do some searching. Do some writing. Find out what your passion Praying, is about. Meditating. What do you think about all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. What's always on your heart or, yeah, what do you like to do? What's important to you? What is pulling you? Mm-hmm. So with that. And be confident in that. Mm-hmm. And that will help you. So, And then the next way to overcome is with that, with your finding your purpose and defining who you are, it helps you to focus, and that will give you determination to carry it out. Mm-hmm. And don't ever settle to be mediocre. Don't ever settle just to be mediocre. Reach. Always set goals that way above what you really want to do. Because if you fall short of those, your goal it still is a very good go. Mm-hmm. And then next is know who you can trust with your dreams. If you can't trust nobody, keep it to yourself. Because that will leave it open for somebody to attack what you're trying to set out to do. Mm-hmm. So limit who you tell your secrets to, your most precious things. Don't don't give anybody a chance to really shut it down before it begins. Um, if you want to share your goals, wait wait until you achieve something before you share. And the next way 
to overcome is just keep track of what you, you do. Keep track of your accomplishments. See, see your checklist, what you marked off. That's empowering in itself. Okay. Yeah. That was all good. That's basically what we wanted to talk about today was about the naysayers because they're going to be here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, sometimes you're the only one that is a little different. And so out of a group, thinking about, I'm thinking about like in an acceptance perspective, mm-hmm. and you may be that target <laughs> person to talk about, but you know, there's only one way up. I mean, there's only one way. Like, they can try to beat you down with everything, words or actions, but after a while, there's just only, I mean, it can just, depending on how you decide to handle it, whether it's a cutoff or limiting, um, you can only thrive after you, you know, set those limits and boundaries. You can only go up. So you, if you're constantly, if you set those boundaries, then you're not feeding that negativity to yourself, and therefore you have no room to grow negativity. You just have room to grow your, your everything, your focus, whatever you're focused on. So positive things, hopefully. So, but yeah, that's pretty much the gist of what we wanted to talk about about naysayers and how to handle it. And not just to say this, but to actually walk in this, to actively do it. Mm -hmm. Like the next time someone speaks something over you, like there's plenty of times I'm like, oh, I don't receive that. Or Mm -hmm. even if I say something, I will change it. I will definitely counter it because more positive can counter like the love covers a multitude. I mean, all I got to do is counter that one positive remark, kill that. Because sometimes you put curses on yourself by just you speaking it. Yep. You know, sometimes you act in it, lack of discipline. In mm-hmm. your tongue. So Definitely. don't don't let let those that negative energy pollute your positive energy. Mhm. And just keep trying. <laughs> Some days will be better than others. But definitely get up and keep trying. But don't keep trying as just an excuse, like, oh, I'm going to start over tomorrow. Like, really try. Like, you should look back over your life after a year and just you can see how much you've grown. Mm -hmm. Even if nobody else can see it because this is a personal thing. Like, they don't know what you're working on. It's not always money. You know, it's a a lot of character changes that people try to achieve. Like I said, women are starting to love themselves. So that's great. We all need to love ourselves and love one another and hold us ourselves up. Kings and queens out there. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, <laughs> well, anyway, we wish you all a great rest of the week. Enjoy your weekend. Any announcements? Yes, we have a announcement. Uh, uh, Keen has a webinar on Saturday, this Saturday, August 22nd, and it's at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. So go ahead to akeeml.com slash events to sign up for that. Um, Check out school um, show on Sunday at 7. Akeem is back on Tuesday 
uh, with Truth Tuesdays at 7, and we're right back here on Thursdays at 7 Eastern Time. All right, everyone. Have a good night. Peace. Peace, everyone.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.